everybody welcome to the matt townsend show i'm your host dr matt townsend your coach your guide on the side welcome to the program everybody hey by the way uh oh i wish we had video of of the minute that that theme song hits (laughs) you two turn in holy cow we gotta get the energy going you grab your cord for your earphones and start twisting them like you're <laughs> lassoing something, like you're riding a buck and bronco. Well, I'm, I'm oh. I've got that afternoon slump going on right now, so I got to get yeah, some energy been, moving in my you've body. You've been putting some of these kisses away. No, I had lunch. Did you? I had some mac and cheese and kielbasa. Oh, that sounds good. I should have saved it for you. That's yeah. something I made. Actually, I know. I would like to try that someday. I hear your family talks about it. And they do. I had a peanut butter sandwich. Yeehaw! Going 78 miles an hour. <laughs> the sandwich or you? Both. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's not the speed that kills. It's how it stops. <laughs> That'll kill you every time. Ah, oh, boy. Welcome to the program, everybody. Hey, today we're talking food. Because the holiday season <clears throat> screams food. Favorite meal. What's your favorite meal of all time? Ooh. I mean, for, for the holidays. Mm. Stuffing. Wow. But I guess that's well, Thanksgiving. That's a, that, Dang it. Still a holiday. You can yeah, have okay. stuffing yeah, whenever you want. Still a holiday. Yeah. I know? love stuffing. Stuffing is so good. I, I, I'm, I'm, I go for the traditional stuff sometimes, you know? Kielbasa. I, yeah, well, no. Cabbage. Not for the holiday. What? Cabbage. Cabbage. Boiled corn, cabbage. I do like corned beef and cabbage. Do you? Yeah, I do. Really? Mm-hmm. We have it every St. Patrick's Day. That's You guys are festive. Mm-hmm. I think we just have green eggs. We have green mush. Mm. Fried mush, no less. I like mush. Yeah? That's what my grandma used to call it. There you go. Mush. Mm. Green fi- fried mush. I don't mm-hmm. have a favorite Christmas meal, as long as it just involves a we lot just of have the carbs. Family. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's funny. Every every few years, my my parents will kind of have a little bit of an argument as to whether we should have ham or turkey for Christmas. Really? Yeah. Well, let's do both. We there's been a few years that they've both been well, on the table. What's the problem with that? I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't either. So what? Who wins usually? What's the? What, well, like I said, they they both been on the table. You ever had a tofurkey? Or you just have a you know you make you make you know your ham tur- your turkey out of ham, mm-hmm. like the lunch meat they, they make yeah. out of turkey. Yeah, you can make you anything that. if you grind it up. Mm-hmm. Put it in a sausage. What do they call that? Uh, casing. Casing. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, well, we're, I hope I hope we're going to have better ideas than that. We have a pro coming in, Camille Beckstrand, one of the six sisters. Oh, not sick. Six. One of the six sisters. Off of the blog. Off yeah. the blog. Six sisters stuff dot com. She's going to teach us, you know, just some fast things we can do. I'm pretty sure I'm going to ask her about a um, about just anything you can do with a hot pocket. <laughs> okay. Because I mean, to me, you make hash or something. Nothing says <laughs> nothing says Christmas more than a hot pocket. The ham and cheese mm. or the pepperoni. Oh, the ham and cheese. See, my kids okay. don't like the pepperoni. Really? They like the ham and cheese. Hmm. That is pathetic. <laughs> that we know this, but I mean, you can imagine for James if we had like a turkey and cheese with some stuffing. 
he'd be happy. Hey, that's it. French bread pizza isn't bad either. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's good living. So we're going to talk to Camille today. We're also going to talk about the work party. You know, there's a lot of rules when you go to the work party. Like, you know, be careful. You, you have know? to wear a shirt. Keep your shirt on. James. Please. And James learned that last year. Yeah, it was a really tough lesson. Well, that was – yeah, that was embarrassing. Though. Yeah. And you were actually at the wrong party, which was even worse. Yeah, that didn't make things very good. Then we're going to talk to uh, – Alyssa Andrus is going to be joining us a little bit later. And she's going to talk about um, – like, Hosting a party. Like the actual party itself. Well, I'm I, not good at hosting. Well, also I, I hosting – if yeah. you have relatives coming, that sort of hosting as well. So yeah. if, you're, if you're the place where all the relatives are gathering, mm-hmm. whether it's for a night or maybe a few days. Yeah, or just until the hearing is done. There you go. Like if they're all in town for the hearing, then you got to host. So we'll talk about me being the best host, the hostess with the mostest. She'll be teaching us all about that. And then a little bit later, favorite games. We've got a lot of stuff for you today. Hey, but before we get uh, any further along, we need to talk about the headlines. Yeah, let's get to uh, – well, this is an interesting one. I uh, – Texas Plumbing Company? Yeah. They've been getting some calls lately because it seems somebody on Twitter decided to put a picture of their truck. Well, that's good. I mean, it's free publicity. So I'm sure they're they're getting a lot of- Well, it was nice, yeah, because it has the trucking company's logo and the phone number on the side of the truck. Hey, can you snake out my drains? But the picture is from Syria, and there's an anti-aircraft gun in the back of the truck. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Uh, I'm pretty sure one of your trucks just shot down my plane. <laughs> yeah. oh, excuse so, me. Uh, some Islamic militants are, uh, yeah, have they apparently they stole the a Texas truck. They didn't. I don't know if they stole it or if they bought it or what. But I'm going to bet if there's a missile, anti missile. I mean, anti aircraft <laughs> missile in the back. I bet it's a stolen truck. Well, the 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 gun might be stolen. Who knows? <laughs> they may have bought the truck. I bet they bought the. <laughs> Outright. <laughs> That's possible. Yeah. But uh, representative, representative of the plumbing company in Texas City said the vehicle was sold to a dealership in Houston in October 2013. That's the last they knew of it. Right. And now the company has been besieged by calls, including some threats. Yeah. Because their name and phone number is on this truck helping, oh. you know, Islamic militants. Well, especially because we don't negotiate with terrorists. Exactly. So the guy's got to call and say, hey, okay, can you just at least... Can you, like, block out my yeah. my phone well, number? Well, no, they, they have actually gotten a lawyer, and they're going to go to Twitter and try and get the photo removed. Okay. From Twitter. till the next. And, and then they also said that they would most definitely be removing their logo from all vehicles that will be sold in the future. <laughs> Good idea. Well, that's a great idea. In fact, mm-hmm. mental note to all you listeners, if you have your name clean on your anything, car out. clean your car out before you – Exactly. Because it could up in, in, end up just mm-hmm. about – And if you have any logos on it that are identifying you, take them off. Sad day. And uh, there's a new study out. What? That men are more likely to catch the flu than women. Oh, sure. And men are more likely to suffer more from the symptoms of the flu. Well, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. It's because we need to be cared for. Right. Yeah. We need love. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, this year, uh, uh, medical f- officials are predicting it's going to be a particularly bad year for the flu. And for men, then. That's according to Dr. Jake Deutsch, uh, clinical director at Cure Urgent Care. Mm. Uh, actually, it's because the flu vaccine is a little less effective against uh, some certain strains of the virus this oh, year. Oh, boy. Uh, so there's a study, though, from Stanford University School of Medicine that the flu vaccine may be more effective in women than in men. And sure. the reason? Why? Estrogen. <sighs> Finally. Mm-hmm. That hormone. It pays off. <laughs> that right? estrogen hormone is better for women. Somehow it, uh, it produces an enzyme, and that enzyme is able to help them fight the infection better. 
Wow. Wow. So, so don't some, ever bemoan your estrogen. Right. Some women, though, interpreted the findings a bit differently that men are bigger babies when it comes to getting sick. <laughs> I feel vindicated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. just me. Did my wife write that? I don't know. But doctors do not recommend that men take, like, estrogen supplements to... Well, I was just going to say. Yeah. I don't know. I think I have enough hormone in me just from all the chicken I eat. Well, that's possible. That I probably... (laughs) I'm going to be fairly Well, they say it's better to, you know, maybe do some other immunity-boosting activities such as getting plenty of sleep and maybe getting some vitamin C. Does it say anything about gloving up? No. Because did you notice James always wears his rubber gloves everywhere he goes? I know. I know. It's kind of strange in here. It's very strange. Another warning from our medical folks. The FDA is warning against doing extra ultrasounds for your baby just to do like a keepsake photo. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll smile. Let's let's try it again. Yeah, exa- that's that's exactly what they're talking yeah. about. They're saying, you know, that it it could be it could be damaging. Really? Yeah, they're they're trying to promote the safe and prudent use of ultrasound. Um they use ultrasound to check on babies, you know, sure. check the size, the age, movements, breathing. They can also check out some birth defects too with ultrasound. But they're seeing a trend that a lot of people are doing like ultrasound parties in utero wow. images, but things like that. Isn't an ultrasound like $2,000? Because uh, when well, I was but passing you have, a kidney you have stone. Com- you have companies starting. It's yeah. $2,000 if you go to a medical facility and it's done properly. Oh, yes. So if you do it out of the back of a car. Exactly. Hey, get your baby picture taken here. Mm-hmm. But ultrasound can heat tissues slightly. Ooh. And in some cases, it can produce very small bubbles in some tissues as well. Really? Which is not a good thing. So hmm. they're recommending scans be done only when medically necessary and by trained operators. Not out of the back of a motorhome. Yeah. But there, I mean, or people, are, truck. people or are starting truck. businesses to... I mean, it's nice to have a keepsake of your baby, but you know what? Wait till the baby gets here. You know what? Get an actual picture. You're going to get a lot of that baby. Yes. You're going to have nothing but time to years just look at that mug. and years <laughs> and years. And you know, why start now? You're, you're, you know you're going to battle for the first 10 years to get a good picture anyway. I'm going to hear about that when I get home, by the way. Are you? <laughs> I'm sure I will. Good. You should. That was rude. <laughs> <laughs> in years and years. Well, that's good news. Uh, again, so what we've learned is um, plumbing trucks apparently are, are... Get the logos off. ...the enemy. Uh, always take your logo off before you sell your plumbing truck to terrorists. Exactly. Uh, next lesson was... Uh, estrogen helps in the healing yeah. of the uh, against the infection of the flu. That's right. So, you know, guys, try to be more like the girls. And don't heat up your baby with ultrasound. Just once. Yeah. Just count the toes. Only do it when it's medically necessary. And don't do it out of the back of a motorhome. Exactly. See, we're trying to bring you the lessons of life, my friends. One story at a time. We're going to save you from this crazy thing we call life. We're going to take a break, my friends. And when we come back, Camille Beckstrand will be joining us from SixSistersStuff.com. A great website uh, where they're going to teach us how to cook, quite honestly. How to make some great food for the holidays. Just told my family was is listening. Good, so. Okay. Sean's family's on board. We hope yours is as well. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. 
Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Mm, listen to this song. Do you feel it, James? I do. You feeling it, Sean? I feel the warmth of the fire right now. What fire? You know, his voice just, oh, that fire. <laughs> oh, excellent. We have a YouTube video of a fire. Can you turn it down? It's hot. Hey, Nat King Cole, uh, what a perfect way to set this up. Um, because honestly, next to the song, the only thing that could probably make it even better would be some pork product that we could eat. <laughs> Sounds bad. Like, I personally want to go with my favorite, which is mom's grilled 7-Up chicken or her slow cooker Kahlua pork. Mm. Bacon. Mm. Those, by the way, are Camille Beckstrand's two favorite meals, I believe. She had to narrow it down to her mom's grilled 7-Up chicken or slow cooker Kahlua pork. Camille Beckstrand is one of six sisters from the website SixSistersStuff.com. And they're bloggers extraordinaire. They're amazing. They started a blog in 2011 as a way to stay in touch with each other. They're all over the country. And, um, you know, they've gotten married, they moved away, they're having kids. And here's the deal. They've become one of the most popular recipe websites in America. They've published three cookbooks and launched a blog conference to teach others how to blog. And now, uh, believe it or not, they're going to be right here on the Matt Townsend Show. Well, not all of them, just the best one. Camille Beckstrand, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Thank you. How are I'm you? Happy to be here. I'm good. How hey, are you? I'm excellent. And don't you love slow cooker Kahlua pork? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. There it's, are no words. It's to, there are no words. There's just <laughs> mm, just the sound. Exactly. Exactly. Camille, good to talk to you. I get to see Camille on TV every once in a while. We always pass. Yeah. We pass yeah. in the night. Sounds <laughs> weird. As we're coming and going with all our Studio Five garb. Yeah, but so. you you are like you're like the big deal. The the six sisters. There are are there any boys in the family? No, just just the six of us, wow. and we get asked all the time if we're really biological sisters, and we are. Oh, you we are. If you look at the picture, there is no doubt. <laughs> right. Right. I think people would know if they looked at that. We also get asked if we're sister wives, and so we have to. <laughs> We have to talk about that. Yeah, so <laughs> let's get that off. Let's just get that out right now. You are not sister wives. We are not. You're just sisters. <laughs> just sisters. But Camille, you're the oldest. Is that right? Yes, I am. But you know what? Just so you know, you don't look old. You you look <laughs> the youngest. Thank you. I am. I am taking that as the compliment of the day. Yeah. Thank you so much. Put that. Make that a meme, and send <laughs> it out to everybody. Put it on the blog. That's, exact, the blog. that's exactly right. Well, Camille, <laughs> and you've done three cookbooks. I, my wife has one, and so I feel like I'm, I'm one of your sisters because we eat a lot of stuff from your cookbooks. Oh, thank you. I'm so flattered. Well, you know, that's how it works, as long as it's easy to do. And this is the problem yeah. maybe with the holidays. A lot of us are – you, are you a big holiday girl? Do you love all of the, the, the food, and do you get behind all those traditions? Oh my gosh, wholeheartedly. And that's really the reason why we did a cookbook all about Christmas. Because I would say that's like the bulk of our eating for the year happens during <laughs> November and December. Yeah, so. caloric <laughs> intake is like quadruple that month. And you're not kidding. It really is. So. But, but then you store away, right? I like to store my fat right? uh, <laughs> kind of in my belly area. And then of I just course. pull it out later in the month when I need it. Yeah. 
as the cold weather comes on, yeah. it's the perfect it's the perfect thing. Hey, what are some of your favorite memories uh, of food? You know, growing up and around the holidays. Well, obviously the the huge abundance mm. of food. Yes, that we have. so true. No, but really, I mean. There's so many. Like I, growing up, my mom literally spent so much of her time during Christmas in the kitchen, baking for neighbors, baking for friends, um, holiday parties, and then of course our big Christmas dinner, um, and then Christmas breakfast and mm. Christmas Eve. Wow! This was all about the food, and not only just the food, but bringing the food is what brought family and friends together, and we celebrated around the food. Yeah. And, so there's so much tied into it. Well, and that really is it, isn't it? I mean, the food is kind of like, it's like a trap. You right? You have to bait the trap with some really good yep. food. And then yep. you get everyone around the table, and then there's the camaraderie and the friendship and the stories. And then it really it starts to connect you. It does. And, and everybody has a common connection over food. And it kind of is that icebreaker um, you know, when you're sitting with relatives that you haven't seen in a long time, when you're enjoying mom's delicious clue of pork, how yes. can you not be happy and that's, talk? And- <laughs> that's exactly right, though. So talk about because so once you get them eating and get them around and gathered around the food, <laughs> you really want traditions, too. Right. So what are some of the traditions sure. that your family has? But by the way. Married, you have a cute three, a cute husband that you're kissing on if you go to the website. Oh, he's actually kissing on you. <laughs> but then you have three beautiful children. So what are the traditions that you you all have? You know, um, we tend to have a lot of fun with our food and with our family. Um, And one of our favorite traditions that my mom started that now I do with my kids is what we call our crazy dinner. And this came about, it was um, the day before Thanksgiving. My mom was cooking up a storm in the kitchen, you know, just a mess. Yeah. And the last thing she wants to do is cook a dinner because she's been cooking dinner for the next day all day long. And so she piled all six of us girls into the car and my dad, and we drove to the grocery store. She gave each girl five bucks. And she said, you pick whatever you want for dinner. I do not care what it is. You get whatever you want. That is like every dream. Wow, (laughs) totally. So we all picked our random things. I think I picked chocolate cake. Wow, Um, yeah. Right? Smart. said anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the other sisters, somebody got, like, some crab dip. We had little Smokies. Um, the baby <laughs> sister had cheese sticks. And we came home, and we cooked and prepared whatever food needed to be done. And then we sat around the table, um, lit some candles, and ate a candlelit dinner, of, and we oh, called wow. our crazy dinner. And That's great. And it stuck. It's yeah. been such a fun tradition that we do now during the holidays and crazy busy time when I am not going to cook dinner. There's no time, so we go and do we go and do that. You call it the crazy dinner. It's the crazy dinner. See, I have a feeling that if my family did that, we one kid would come home with beef jerky. Uh, another kid would have like I don't know light bulbs. <laughs> it has to be edible. That's I know. Oh, is rule. that the rule? Okay. Yeah. You can't pick a toy. <laughs> Mine would come home with that spray sour apple stuff that these kids spray. Actually, all my kids would come home with something that you spray. <laughs> Just because they can. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you give my kids five bucks, they'll save four of it and spend one. <laughs> That's 
<laughs> we would have like six spray bottles for dinner. Make some rules. That's exactly right. But I like the idea. Well, it's a low cal. It's a low cal thing. Plus, it's really easy to digest. Right. Um, right down. Hey, Camille, talk about the um, talk about cooking because you know I feel like correct me if I'm wrong, and it might, it's not true with everybody, <laughs> but Sean, I'm sure, is different. It feels like a lot of times the cooking isn't you know equally um, shared. <laughs> a lot of times, falls on the mom. yeah, falls on the mom. Now we learned yeah. earlier in the show, and I don't know if you heard this. But women become are, are actually apparently they're less uh, they get less sick during flu season, and the flus don't seem to impact women. They're saying, according to a study from Stanford, I believe it was, uh, uh-huh. that men are more negatively impacted by the flu virus. So I think it pays off where men get the flu for the family, and women, I guess, apparently cook the dinner for all the holidays. It's that super mom status. We I don't know if it's meant to be that way. Yeah. The flu. <laughs> so, so how do you handle it all? And how do you make sure, A, you spread it out so, you know, the guys yeah. are picking their, picking up too as well. And, and, and how do you make sure that you're not just spending all your time cooking, but you're actually enjoying it? Well, for us growing up, my mom was such a great example of this. I mean, she did the bulk of like the meals. But when it came to any of the Christmas treats, like the goodies for the neighbors, it was really a family affair. Oh, great idea. We would spend, um, we had one Saturday in December where we would literally cook all day long. And my mom would be the one, you know, putting the cookies in out of the oven. But one sister was rolling out the dough. The other, the three little sisters were on the decorating committee. And they would put the sprinkles on top. Like we just had little jobs that each of us would do. And I think sometimes as moms and as women, we just, we like to be in control and we like to be the ones who, who do it all. And we do it in a timely manner and we do it with a clean kitchen. But you know, if you really want everyone to be involved, you kind of have to let that go, let go of your OCD and just, you know, the kitchen is going to be messy, but it's the memories that you're making that really will matter. Who that's cares right. if the cookies don't look beautiful? And I, your child will remember that. That's the memory, and I'll, I remember that yeah. in my family growing up. It's you know, frosting, putting frosting on the cookies or decorating, right? Whatever. Let's do this, uh, Camille. Let's take a break and come back. When we come back, I, I'd love to find out what are some of the easiest recipes we could be doing with our kids. And uh, and also just more of your fa- your favorite recipes altogether. Again, they the six sisters just put out a brand new um, uh, a brand new cookbook called Twelve Days of Christmas with Six Sisters Stuff. One hundred and forty four recipes, traditions, homemade gifts, uh, lots of good stuff there. So go to the website sixsisterstuff.com. We'll be back one uh, in just a minute with more with Camille Beckstrand after this. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Pentatonics. How'd you guess? I know them by heart. Every this ev- is my favorite song on their album, by the way. They are amazing. They don't use any instruments; just mm-hmm. the vocal cords. 
But this, if you if you listen to the whole thing, you start at the beginning, you think, wait a minute, that's a different song. Hold on. It's actually a mashup. In the background, you can hear it. They're doing um, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Oh, cool. And they're and they've mixed they've mashed it up with uh, Winter Wonderland. Uh, and if you play it backwards, you it hear the sound Beatles. Like the, Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles. That's way cool. Uh, today, just a little bit of information. For, that's Pentatonics, by the way. Winter Wonderland. If you want to go look it up, go check it out on YouTube. Hey, uh, on the phone though, a wonderful guest Camille Beckstrand is joining us. She is one of the six sisters. If you've ever heard of the Six Sisters, you, you, I'm sure, have heard about some seriously awesome food. Six Sisters come together. They put together a website, SixSistersStuff.com. They're now one of the most popular um, recipes uh, websites on the interweb. And uh, bloggers extraordinaire, Six Sisters come together. Now they've been putting together a brand new book that's going out, a cookbook for Christmas um, which is the 12 Days of Christmas book, um, 144 different ideas, recipes, you know, activities, gifts you can give away. Camille Beckstrand's her name, uh, mother of three beautiful children, and um, really important little fact, she sleeps with one earplug in, and it's a little weird. So we wanted to ask you, Camille <laughs> Beckstrand, what's with the one earplug thing? I know. So when I started having kids, I'm a really light sleeper. And if I wore two earplugs, I wouldn't hear my baby crying at night. Yeah. But without earplugs, I heard every single noise. So <laughs> I compromised. Wow. One earplug. And now it's a habit. <laughs> now it's a habit. You can't quit. Do you switch ears or does it have to go on the ear nearest your husband? Uh, you nailed it on the head. That's it. <laughs> Okay, I understand. Go in that ear. <laughs> That's really good. My wife learned that if you just put a pillow over my head, <laughs> she can sleep like a baby. I can't breathe, but she sleeps like a baby. Well, Camille, that's cool. Cool little fact for us um, out there in listener land. You put three cookbooks together, and one of the things I wanted you to talk about is what are some just quick, easy recipes that we can use to involve our kids? Like, we want the tradition to be with our children, right? Not just doing everything yeah. for the neighbors. So what, what do you do yeah. with your kids? What what specific things do you make? You know, a lot of, <laughs> I, I guess I'm kind of a lazy cook, too. Oh, good. So, um, Microwave. Right, microwave. I specialize in a lot of no-bake recipes, things where I can melt in the microwave and then stir it all together, and I've got a quick and easy dessert. But I love doing that because I can really give my kids full control over the recipe and kind of let them make it while I supervise. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. And, and nobody so needs, for, yeah, nothing hot. You just, yes, just pour it in. You don't have to worry about anyone getting hurt. That's great. <laughs> no, no knives, so... Um, but like, for example, um, just the other day I posted a churro Chex Mix. Ooh. I, the idea is like the churros yeah. that you can get at the fair or Disneyland and kind of use that coating on a Chex Mix. But my kids could make it because it's just really a lot of stirring. Wow. So, do you make these up yeah. or do you just like steal them from little old ladies at the fair? <laughs> I just go to the fair. And is that what you do? Up. No. Um, you know what our biggest inspiration is, is old Ward cookbooks. Yes. Um, you can find them at the DI. And it's seriously some of the best recipes you will find in there from the 70s, 80s. Oh, yeah. 90s. So. I mean, some of those, yeah. yeah. Some of those, you know, they, so those that don't know, 
in the Mormon Church, the LDS Church, it's broken mm-hmm. into little congregations, and the congregation they'll call a ward. And uh, mm-hmm. each of those wards might have three, four, five hundred people in them, or more, depending. And they'll put together yeah. a cookbook and some of the best kind of recipes handed down from pioneer days. Nothing's more popular <laughs> than the pioneer churro. Right, <laughs> That's what they ate when they came across the plane. But, but that's cool because yeah. those are recipes yeah. that are they're in families, and yeah. um, and they don't you don't even have a cookbook on gelatin, right? It's just you <laughs> no, don't. Like, but we do have a lot of Jello recipes. Sure, you do because that's the LDS. That's just our little niche. That's our giving mm-hmm. back. Totally. And being from Utah, I mean, kind of in the Mormon community, we're known for certain things like Jello recipes or. You know, funeral yeah. potatoes, and most of our readers are actually outside of Utah. That's right, not LDS, and so we've introduced them into you know our recipe. Good old fashioned, yeah. <laughs> well, what's cool because most of our listeners are are LD are not not LDS are now outside of our community as well. So, uh-huh. what uh, what are some more recipes that they should go check out in one of your cookbooks? Uh, you that would know, be great um, for the holidays. I, I'm thinking we need something like with a sweet roll. Oh, do you know what we have that's so good? What? Um, cake mix cinnamon rolls. Uh, cinnamon rolls are tricky. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. It Not, takes you know a long what? time. Have you ever heard of Cinnabon? Oh, yeah. Super totally. easy. You just pull up. <laughs> you go in. Right. You open Make your wallet. Boom. Yes. And then you just yes. pretend like it's a Six Sisters yeah. recipe. Do you know what we do have? Cinnabon cinnamon roll cake. <gasps> it's Amazing, and since it's a cinnamon roll, kind of, I count it as breakfast. Oh, for sure. Like no, for sure. Cake. It's so, a breakfast cake. It's like a look coffee that cake one up too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hungry. What? Uh, these are good. So, so what will you make? You make? You have a holiday uh, breakfast. What's your breakfast you'll make for Christmas morning? So, um, we usually I'll do some type of like breakfast casserole in the slow cooker. Yes. And the secret is you throw it in on Christmas Eve night around midnight and it's ready by 8 a.m. the next morning and it cooks all night long. Does Santa mess with it? Sometimes there's a bite or two missing. Santa. I mean, he gets tired of cookies. You know what? He's a little hearty. That guy's got a gut, by the way. And he's (laughs) at this rate, he's not going to last very long. Right. Um, so it's that's a great idea. Low fat cookies that's at right. our house. So you just no, I'm kidding. <laughs> that that's the best thing about the slow cooker, right? Because then you'll wake up smelling this incredible meal. Mm. Yes, right. And breakfast is done. The other thing we love are um, gingerbread waffles, and that's in the cookbook. Really? And it's um, it's basically like eating a cookie. It's what's divine. hey, <laughs> Camille? What's with what's with all the junk food for breakfast? <laughs> Your family. I've got a sweet tooth. You know what? Yeah. Usually I start my day with a green smoothie. So oh, do you? The holidays are the exception. Okay. So then, <laughs> then after you had your green smoothie, then you have the cake and then the cookies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, you dip your cookies in your green smoothie. <laughs> I'm still getting the healthy nutrition. Yeah, for sure. We're good. What? Was it hard? Is it hard to narrow down recipes? I mean, it seems like... Let's say you have 200, 300 recipes, but you can only put, whatever, 100 of them in. How do you narrow okay. them down? Um, we vote as a family. Uh, uh, we're the, making our, do you really? We're making our cookbooks. We do. We get all together with our the six of us and then our mom and dad. 
and we just kind of go through and vote. Okay, what's your favorite? That's and great. It's a great, it's, you know, majority wins. I mean, if you ever need anybody to help with that, <laughs> I'd help. You know what? We're pretty popular in our neighborhoods because obviously we're making Yeah, you got to test it out, food. right? We test it out and we take it, as soon as we're done, we take it to neighbors and... Do you have there's a great in fact that's a great question about what one thing I don't like and maybe not everyone in the world has to deal with this but in my community we're we're pretty tight with our neighbors so uh-huh. which isn't good always uh but it is but they then I feel like we've got to give them all a gift like a neighbor's yeah. gift so yeah. do you have any gift ideas that I could use with my neighbors to oh, kind of keep them yeah. Happy, but not coming back for more. <laughs> I'm afraid the ones that we have will keep them coming back for okay. more. Okay. All right. Well, let's but, try those. Um, we did put together some of our fixes. Obviously, the holidays um, are very high in calories, and it's kind of all about the food. So we put together some fun um, like food ideas that you could give neighbors. Um, right off the top of my head, I'm thinking of our slow cooker cinnamon almonds. Mm. Have you ever gone to the mall at Christmas Yes. smell them? Mm-hmm. Yes. I just you stand there and them. watch the guy. Right. <laughs> and hope he throws you one. Yeah. Hey, pal. You can have a sample. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you no, know, you can make them in your slow cooker, and they are so simple. And you can make them in mass quantities and then take care of all the neighbors in one giant pot. Wow. That's a great um, idea. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, that's homemade, so, you know, a bit of love. Yes. Right? Mm. A little effort, but they love it. Yeah. And um, we also have like a, um, a blender salsa where you kind of just throw a couple ingredients in, blend it up. You can put it in some cute jars, deliver it with a bag of chips. Christmas is done. Wow. <laughs> that is – that. I mean, really, though, but I have neighbors that make salsa, and I, I would probably blow their mind if I brought them over right. some – Blender like salsa. came from you. No, I'm just that would be, yeah, they'd be like, they, would, they wouldn't dare eat it. Um, so, you know, as we wrap up, you, you get this, right? There's a, there's a side to this where um, there's a lot of expectation with great moms and dads <laughs> that have held these traditions forever. What, uh, just what advice would you give the rest of us that struggle a little bit, but want to still, you know, pretend like we're playing the game of, <laughs> You know, being involved, and, and we want to do it, but we get a little psyched out when we when we hit the kitchen. You know, there are so many little shortcuts that you can take. I mean, really, like, if, if homemade and made from scratch isn't your thing, like, it's okay to use cake mixes. It's okay to use a brownie mix. Um, you know, if you pick up rolls from the bakery, that's fine. Like, yeah. Like, you know, as long as you are spending that time with your family. That's really what matters. Who cares what food it is that you're making? Like just make those memories with your kids. That's what they'll remember. Yeah. In the end, it will be the family, yeah. won't it? It is, and it always comes back to that. That's awesome. Well, Camille, we appreciate you. Uh, where can they get your book? Your books? Um, you can get it books, yeah. Um, Amazon, obviously. Yeah. Um, you can also get them at Walmart and Costco and Deseret Books. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. We're taking over. (laughs) You're taking over. Camille, thank you so much, and happy holidays to you and your beautiful family. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you on Studio 5. Good stuff. Man, I'm now really hungry.
Camille made me hungry. I have to go find that almond recipe yeah, now. Yeah, that's a great idea. Because that's just, mm. I'm sorry. Do that. I, You know what? I, go, I challenge you to do it, Sean. And then bring yeah, some Yeah, because you want me to bring some in. For the crew. See, I have a bag of almonds sitting in my freezer right now. There you go. Mm-hmm. You're halfway there. We'll take a break, my friends. Come back and continue uh, the discussion about the holidays, giving you the tools. So you don't have to be overwhelmed. Keep it simple. Grab a recipe book. Go to their website, sixsisterstuff.com. Lots of fun ideas. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Christmas is you, Brennan. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. That sounds weird. You know what it is? We spend all day working with each other. We are tired of each other. <laughs> Not us. I'm saying hypothetically. For You're the people out there in listener land, you spent the whole day with all of these people, and then they're like, Christmas party, we're going to have a, bit, a company party. And right? you're supposed to be excited about it, and yet, uh, just give me a check. Just write me a check for what you would have spent for the dinner. I hear you. And instead, we're supposed to meet at a party, introduce everybody. Yeah, this. Yeah, that. No, that's the guy. That's James. Well, that's yeah, I mean, the, I, I, James. I, I think what you're expressing here is kind of there's some mixed feelings about work parties. Yeah. Now, now, you know, because it feels like work. It does. It's yeah. more work than party. And you're like, but I'm not getting the work done. I need to get done. That's I'm right. just here. I'm just here. Yeah. Right? You. I mean, yeah. And. You're just sucking up because these are people that you just got to look good for. A lot of people would say, right? You're just trying right. to look. You're just trying to smile. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Uh, so, some people suggest that we should go to work parties precisely for those reasons, right? Right. Um, maybe the manager takes note of who's there. You're mm-hmm. not going to look like you're part of the team if yeah. you don't show up. Are you a team player or not? Yeah. That's what, that, like, that, with our work party, James is like, I'm not going. Are you, James is <laughs> like, are you paying me? Am I going to get money for the party? And if the answer is no, I don't go. He doesn't go. Yeah, it's a shame. And you know, that's why but, he hasn't been promoted. <laughs> exactly. That's why he's still on my show. I mean, this is this is one of the things that you know Sorry, a James. work party would afford you is this opportunity to kind of brush shoulders with the bigwigs, yeah. right? I mean, if you're an Office fan, this is like the time for a Jim Halpert <laughs> to get with Jan Levitt. That's that. That's right. Without going through Michael Scott, which is always a plus. This is a big moment. But here's right. the problem, because a lot of times, you know, you're not your best self at a party. Because, like, let's say you ate too much and you drank too much. Now you're just a hazard. Yeah, and, you know, the, the shirt's rolling up. Yeah, you know, yeah, your totally. Tummy gets a little bigger. <laughs> well, Why did you look at my tummy when you said that? <laughs> your shirt's rolling up. Awkward. Keep going, Brendan. So, I'm just going to shut my shirt here. I came up with a list here of a, of a few reasons why you should want to go to a party that aren't involved with working your way up the oh, ladder. Oh, there we go. Okay, so just, okay. The, like, the beneficial reasons, just the act, yeah. the good reasons. We should want to go to our company party. Yeah. I think the big one for me is that people are hilarious and especially <laughs> office people are hilarious. Oh, yeah. Because you only see them in one context all day. You know, yeah. they're just, you know, answering the phones at the front right. desk or taking your reimbursement slips. And then you go to a party and you get to see them there with their significant others. Yeah. You get to see them in casual clothing sometimes. Mm-hmm. You get to see their style yeah. a little bit more. You get to see them dancing. Which is Which I'd is, pay, I'd pay big money best. to see some of our coworkers dancing. Yeah, 
I mean, I don't know if you guys get to notice it, but when we start the show, these two are always dancing. Alyssa's always sleeping. So it's fun to have, like, Alyssa at a party because now you know she's like, oh, what she's like when she's awake. Yeah. Every other time she's just lethargic. Yeah. She's, like, sleepy and – it's awkward. What else, Brennan? That's a great reason, though, because it's just fun and it's interesting. Well, yeah, you get to hear about people's interests as well. You know, you get a little, you know, get away from the business yeah. talk. I mean, I had a boss that that was totally into NASCAR, really? and you know, you wouldn't have known just normal well, is it, working. Is it, Sean, well. is it Sean O'Neill? Is it? it yeah, it, it's it's yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean's <laughs> way into NASCAR. He really is. It's like crazy. Big like fan. he said, he would never do Sirius XM except unless they had the NASCAR station. So until they got the Na- when they got the NASCAR station, he started getting really interested. Um, what else, Brennan? That's well, cool. So companies spend a lot of money on this, and you might as well take advantage of That's it. Right, it's a free meal, yeah. and it's fun. Exactly. I mean, there's some estimates that they spend about, you know, on average seventy five dollars per employee. Wow. There was a study that was done, and you know, you might That's as well good. enjoy it. So eat the food, but I mean, there, this is where a tip comes in. You might not want to come. You know, ravenous yeah. to the work party. Yeah, because you may leave hungry. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. It's another reason uh, is you you get to bring your significant other with you, and yeah. so you know he or she gets to meet all those people that they've only heard about That's right. by name, and which is dangerous. It could be dangerous because they like, might just start yeah. laughing when they. That's James. when I introduce. I thought he was taller. James. Yeah. Yep. Are you? Are you bringing your? Are you bringing Malonky to our um, to our Christmas party? Yeah, um, when we have it, she'll come. Yeah, it's gonna be great. So if we have it, if we have it, she will come. Yeah, that's what they say. Uh, especially if we're going to be spending seventy five dollars per person. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think he said seven to five dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think that's what he said. Okay, for our we will Christmas definitely party. be spending seven to five. A lot of people don't go from the high number to the low number. Seven to five. five Some would say five to seven, but yeah, we will Not definitely here. spend seven to five. Seven to we'll five go with dollars. six. We will spend six dollars. Okay, that <laughs> well, seems that's fair. That's per couple. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's it's about three bucks. <laughs> Keep going, Brennan. All right. Well, so so those are the reasons I think we w- we should want to. We want to go. Yeah. It can, can be a fun time. And so let's get into a few tips as well. What, when you show up, you need some rules. Yeah, and one of those sh- one of those rules is don't be the first one to leave or the last one to leave. That's a great point. Yeah. If you're the last one to leave, you're paying the bill. That's one problem. Don't want that one. And you kind of look like you don't have anything better to do. <laughs> That's what I think That's when true. I when That's I drive through a party and there's someone there that just keeps you know, staying. Don't be the first one to leave or the last one. The first one to leave or the last one. So just kind of play that out. Yeah, yeah. Be there in the be middle. Be there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good advice. And hopefully, not everyone's following these tips, or else you're going to be in that party for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not listen. everyone's listening. <laughs> okay, okay. That's good. Though. All of our team is though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. With our party, so our party is going to be. A I have a party. <laughs> I have a feeling our party might. No one will show up. <laughs> We don't want to be the first one to show up. Yeah. Now, keep, I keep think going. the next one's going to be a problem maybe for Alyssa, but mm-hmm. you don't want to wear anything overly festive. Oh, boy. Or revealing. That's totally Alyssa. The festive. Both. Yeah. <laughs> she is, yeah. She's the only girl I know that has um, a nativity sweater for every day of the month. And the antlers that she wears? That's exactly weird. Kind of creepy, yeah. Well, I mean, who has a real headset of antlers? Yeah. 
They're real. Yeah. I mean, that's got to weigh 60 pounds. Seriously. Sheesh. Strong neck. I, I actually, she actually, I saw her, she was stuck in the wall. She was trying to unhook her antlers <laughs> in our padded room. Um, that's a great, that's great advice. What right. else you got, Bren? Well, uh, you know, one of the things we want to do is keep the shop talk or the business talk to a minimum. Yeah, don't talk about work at your work no, party. Talk about party. Not. Yeah, and so you can actually come if you want to come with like kind of a set thing you're going to talk about yeah. with everybody. I mean, here I have, you know, from this this article is from uh, MainStreet.com. And it has, you know, talk about people's holiday plans. I think that's a little boring. You know, yeah. you could come what with something you, what better. What are you going to do? Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, I'm going to my mom's. Oh, how's your mom? Good. Yeah. And you, you know, you pretend you care. Yeah, it's boring. As we do. Do something more interesting. Yeah. Like what else? What else we got? Well, what else should we talk about? What else should we talk yeah. about? Yeah, well, I don't know. Come well, up with what, what if you, statements. Well, well, well would it. you rather? Oh, those that's a great. <laughs> would you rather's are great. It's a good you know icebreaker. You know what I found is a great icebreaker. I talk about whenever like there's a lull in the conversation, I talk about um, my kidney stones. <laughs> because I think that's a good one. You know what I mean? And everybody's into kidney stones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. I can see that being a huge hit. Uh, yeah, and I even pull them out. I've got them. I've got them. <laughs> that little like on jar. a yeah. It's it's it, they're actually on a ring now. Oh really? So yeah. you start showing people your ring with your yeah. kidney stones. These are on. my kidney stones. You know, like moms have birth stone rings. I have kidney stones. Wow. Rings. Note to self: never let a lull happen in the conversation yeah. during a party. But it's hard. It's never. hard to get a good. Yeah. It's hard to get a, <laughs> a good story going. What else should we do, Brennan? Well, it's. One thing that's good to do is always to to end on a high note with the party. Make sure you thank whoever threw it at yeah. the end. You know, go up, talk to the boss, thank him. By the way, introduce your spouse or significant other For sure. to the people. I mean, really, you should be good friends. You work with them a lot, even if you don't know them. Just play the part and like them, and just I mean, you're going to be with them a long time. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do think that's the key to to having fun at work. Is kind of. Yeah. Starting to notice the funny things about the people around you, you know, kind of view it as an office episode if you need to. Yeah. And I think you'll enjoy that party. Yeah. A lot of um, people in our group, our, our office, they think like James is like um, ultra attractive. It's, yeah. It's, it's they strange. Think, well, they think like it's, we they think we are like they, everyone says you're Matt. You're like Michael Scott, which I don't get. And they always say that James is like Dwight Schrute. Okay. <laughs> I could see that. You yeah. can you see it? Yeah. And Malanka. You know, I was going to say Jim, can I, Jim actually. Can I be Creed? Yes, Maybe. please. You're That'd totally Creed. Creed yeah. 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 Okay. You're Creed. And uh, so who's Sean? Oh. Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> Sean is Stanley. And yeah. Alyssa is? Uh, who's, who's Dwight Schrute's uh, girlfriend? Um, Kelly Kapoor. I think. No, no, no that, um, that's Angela. 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 She's Angela from Totally McCown. Angela. I still think she's Kelly. But. She might be Kelly. Oh, yeah. Okay, I could see that. Well, we got that worked out. Well, there you have it. Well done, Great. Brennan. You yeah. did it. See, that was easy. <laughs> Super easy. Just some ideas. Simple ideas to help you uh, at your holiday party. Maybe you've already had it. Maybe it's still looming. But whatever you do, grab it. Go take, take it. Get on that horse. Ride it. Ride it into the sunset. We, uh, we're going to take a break, my friends, and uh, when we come back, we'll start our second hour of the show, get into the Coach's Corner, start talking more about uh, finding some harmony in life. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I am your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your coach, your guide on the side, walking you through this crazy thing we call life. Welcome to the program. Today we've been talking, again, giving you more tools to make it through the holiday season. We talked about uh, food, you know, making it, keeping it simple, keeping it easy today. A little bit later, we're going to get into the uh, how to how to host a party. A lot of us aren't very good at that. Well, when you're hosting family, friends. Yeah. You got we a- talked about the work party earlier. Yeah, we did. And again, it makes me think, boy, we ought to have a work party. But then I run into my next problem, which is I don't want to host it. That's right. And no one here is quick to jump into hosting. Ever since Maddie left, nobody loved to host more mm, than Maddie. That's true. She was kind of a hosting hog. She was the hostess. Twinkie. When, okay. Oh, don't say hostess to me. <laughs> oh, is that, that's hostess. Hostess with the mostess. Maybe. Well, uh, here's the deal. This is something I'm, I'm a big believer in, that we've got the holiday season. And for me, honestly, I'm not a big Christmas guy. I'm actually... Really? Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I like it. Sure. But... But for some people, it's not a great holiday. No. And did I tell you why? I can't remember if I said why. I have no idea. I think you said that you don't like – you hate love and, and spending time with family. It was that? Yeah. It was either that or the, the Santa story that we heard about the – you know, Santa ran out of the store when he tried to sit on his lap or yeah, something. Yeah, Santa being morally terrified of you and not yeah. wanting anything no, to do with no, you. That's no, that's not it. No. Okay. No, that was not even close. <laughs> um, that's weird. Yeah, I don't even know where those came from. Uh I sat on Santa's lap as a kid. Okay. I knew it had to do with Santa. And um, I'm what they call a highly sensitive person. <laughs> you all right? Just pull something? Did you just pull a muscle there? He's highly sensitive. Just a hammy. Well. Yeah. So while I was sitting I'm on his lap. feeling the sensitivity. I noticed his breath stunk. Oh, I, I, I've done been there, yes. And his, his facial hair didn't come from his cheeks. It didn't grow naturally. It would just, he would talk and his hair would stay the same. And so as the astute child I was and still am, and his pants were messy, like just dirty. He's a dirty clothes. I'm like. This wasn't Billy Bob Thornton. Something's wrong here. Yeah. And right then I just realized, you know, Christmas isn't always what it seems. So that one Santa ruined Christmas for you. Yeah. Wow. That's for, so all the Santas out there. Forever. Yeah. So all you Santas, no. Put in a mint. You carry a heavy burden. Put in a mint. Glue your hair to your face. Play the part. Or Whatever thou art, act, act well thy I, part. Just a quote. A quote. So since then, I also don't like Halloween, which is goblins. Wait a minute. I don't like Thanksgiving. How did Santa throw you off a of Halloween? I don't know. 
There was a time when he sat on the lap of a goblin. And <laughs> there was a witch, and her nose was crooked. I tried to sit on a jack o' lantern once. No, I, don't know, and... I don't know what it is, but I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I like. I love the family stuff. Got burned. Yeah. I love to be with my family, but I and I love just the free time, mm-hmm. and I love the good food. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of pressure around it. So I wanted to put together a few ideas in the coach's corner for how we can actually treasure everyday moments. How we can actually be present on the holidays. Maybe the best present is being present. Okay. You know what I mean, James? Yeah. Like when you don't have to wrap it, luckily. That's right. When you're with McKinley, mm-hmm. uh, if you're with McKinley and she's like, hey, and you're like, hey, if you're not present, what good is all of that? It's just a bunch of hey. That's true. Right? That's a good point. So with throughout the holiday – it's not enough to go to your company party if you're not going to be present. You want to be in the room. When you show up to any of these events, be in the room, which is one of the reasons technology is so dangerous because it takes you out of the room. But be present. You know That's where the memories are going to be made. That's where your head needs to be. And if you're not in the space, if your mind's not there, if you're too worried about what's the next party you're going to or the last one you came from – And maybe that's one of the reasons I don't like the holidays as much is because you're always in line for the next thing. But we've got to get rid of the distractions and stay in the now. Peace, by the way, and this is the season of peace. But if you're not feeling it, it's probably because you're not present in the now. Mm -hmm. If you're not here in the now, you're not going to be feeling the peace. So just some things I would try to do that keep me in the now and keep me present. When I walk into the house, try to actually smell what smell what you can smell smell the christmas when somebody rings the doorbell it's easy for you to just sit there and let one of the kids go get it which is what i pretty much do cuz it's never for me but i should get up my wife gets up and she runs to the door and she experiences the moment at the door and you can feel the coldness coming in and then you know when you're cooking a meal be cooking the meal be present don't be thinking about the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and so why i say that is there are a lot of really cool moments throughout the holidays that you're going to miss if you're not in that space and one of the reasons why that's so important is because the people you love are there and it sounds like what you're doing is you're creating memories like right. being very active. every one of those are memories yeah cuz i mean how many times do you like smell something and it reminds you of yeah. grandma's cookies you know but, and how many times are really good things being cooked or or you know prepared and you don't even notice it yeah until you're eating it and then you don't even enjoy it because you want the next thing and you want the next thing and so sometimes you you enjoyed the meal but you may not even have a memory of your thanksgiving meal because you were just Pushing it all in and then waiting for the pie. Yeah. And then after the pie, you wanted leftovers. And after the leftovers, you needed more pie. And then, you know, then the next thing you know, hardened arteries and, you know, you've got it. You're back at work. No, it's no longer Thanksgiving. That's right. You've got a kidney stone. So rule number one, uh, stay in the present. Rule number two, live out of love, not fear, for heaven's sakes. Maybe this is the season where we need to let something go and no longer be run by our fears. Our fears of what so-and-so may say, our fears of, uh, I hope it's not like last year where what's-his-name offended me, the fear of, like, you shouldn't be afraid to get engaged if you're in love. (laughs) How true. I've never heard truer words. You know what I mean, James? Like, let's just say, let's say that you had a a girl that you love with all of your heart. Yeah. Let's say 
You loved her so much, you bought her some knives. Okay. And this look, is a purely hypothetical yeah, situation. Yeah, totally right? hypothetical. Okay. But then in your head, you're like, I know, but if I ask her to marry me, what if she says yes? And then all of a sudden, we're getting married, and then we're going to have to buy a house, and then I'll be in debt, and then there'll be kids. And you start <sighs> being afraid of everything else, but you're not letting the love just work on you. That's true. So live within your budget this year, but you know, you don't have to be afraid of the bills coming. You don't have to be afraid of getting her a perfect ring. Kind of. <laughs> what are you talking about, James? Well, you, you know, uh, just uh, sh- should I ever be looking for a ring that uh, there's pressure? There's pressure. Yeah. Hypothetically. Uh, oh, hypothetically, of course. Live out of love, not fear. That's what the holidays are for. Let's have more love and a lot less fear. Man. And it's hard because there's a lot of junk going on in this world, a lot of bad stuff, uh, you know can go wrong. But if you're always worried, then guess what? You're not going to be present either. Last one, uh, last idea to make your, uh, your, your holidays even better. And to be able to be present and treasure the everyday moment, offer your gifts to the world. Everybody's got something that they can bring to this holiday season. What are you bringing? Are you bringing the good sense of humor? Are you bringing um, the really good meal? Are you bringing the, the, just the comfort? Are you the one the family member that everyone just likes that you're there because you're just comfortable and you make it easy and there's no pressure. Are you the one that likes to play with the kids? Are you the one that takes the kids yeah. and, and you know gets them away and gets them a break and their parents a break? Every one of us has something to offer. And if you're sitting there and you're not offering something, then maybe what you ought to do is by being present and loving those around you, go offer the gifts that only you can give. Isn't it ironic that the gifts we're supposed to give at this time of year – are you know are the gifts that are most unique to us? We if I could I, like for example James wanted me to buy him some Dracar, Noir, Dracar uh, Dracar Noir, uh-huh. uh, f- for Minerva because he likes to smell good for the ladies, and he's like Matt I want some Dracar Noir and I didn't know what he was saying, and he kept mumbling it, <clears throat> and um, but he was thinking about himself because nobody wants to smell Dracar Noir, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I tried to talk him in just, you know, James, maybe get out of yourself and give us something. Give us your gift. And you know what he said? Done. He said, Matt, you're right. You're right. I need to get out of me. And so guess what he's doing for the holiday party? A knife show. No. Oh. Uh, An interpretive dance of the nativity. Woo. Is he playing all the parts? Yes. Wow. Yeah. One man, interpretive dance of the nativity. That's it's going it. to be big. It's, well, I, and it's his gift. So w- whether it's good or not, it's irrelevant. Right. We're going to let him offer his gift. And we won't laugh. We won't scoff. We won't chortle. We will just embrace it and be in the now. But, folks, we all can offer something, right? So what are you going to offer? What fears are you going to let go of this holiday season? And how are you going to stay in the present and be the present by having your heart in the right place at the right time? Simple idea, right? Treasuring the sweetness of everyday moments, my friends. Uh, That's the Coach's Corner over and out. We're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, of course, we're going to continue the discussion. We've got so much more to learn about, especially from Alyssa Andrus, who's going to be teaching us about how to throw a party, how to be a good host, you know, and not... uh, hurt anyone along the way. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Uh, Snoopy. 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 Well, it's called Linus and Lucy. No, I'm actually calling you Snoopy. Oh, yeah. Joining us is Snoopy. Uh, is this Linus and... Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. It's a classic. The classic bait and switch. Nobody messed someone over more than Lucy did. That's so true. See, that's where I learned that women can be teases. You learned it young with uh, Charlie Brown. Yes, uh, I did. Here's the deal. Elisa Andrus is with us. She's a parenting columnist for the Utah Valley Magazine's website, utahvalley360.com, a longtime lifestyle journalist. She's the author of the book Happy Homemaking and a contributor to KSL TV Studio 5, which is where we hang out along with Utah Valley 360. Come on. We sure do. Check you out, though. Master's degree in journalism. From Northwestern University, which is, I don't know if you know, that's big league. Oh, thanks. Elisa, like, that's big league. If you say so, Matt. I read it. I, I mean, that's the real. <laughs> if you read it. That's the real deal. And yet, here's what's cool, I think. Um, Happy Homemaking, a book. Where, by the way, where can I get the book? So you can get it at probably the best places at Amazon.com, but yeah. also LDS Booksellers and Cedar Fort, the publisher, yeah. Yeah. has it online as well. Because here's the deal. I, do you think everyone can host a party? Or do you think some people ought to just leave it to the pros? Yes and no. Maybe you know leave it mean? to the pros. I yeah. don't, that's a good question. I think some people are naturally gifted at hosting and others have to work at it. Yeah. I'm not good at it. I don't feel like I necessarily am either. I really like people and yeah. I like that interaction, but I feel like I'm one of those people who has to work at it. Yeah. And that's okay. That's right. So it doesn't have to be natural. Uh, no, not at all. You I can think fake it. <laughs> sure, you can fake it. I think you just have to try. Does um, So part of what your specialty is, is how do you make a home feel like a home? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think the most important thing, you know, I don't think it matters if it's clean, if it smells good, anything like that. I think a home feels like a home when there is love. Yeah. Yeah, when, you, when, when you're safe. Absolutely. That's way cool. Because everyone's going to be going home and not everyone feels safe, right? Right. And we want to – I mean if anything – if we can do anything for our families, it's provide that safe haven for them to come home to and provide a, an environment where they want to be. That's really my goal as a mom is to make my home a place where my children want to be. That's cool. And are happy. And so if we can get that down, everything else you're going to teach us is just additive. Just icing on the cake. Okay. Talk to me about this because this is one of the first uh, things we need to get to. Um the smells, the scents. Yeah. There's something absolutely. about holiday smells. Aren't they wonderful? Okay. They, yeah. So, you know, if you have a uh, real Christmas tree, that's going to provide a lot of great scent anyway. But if you're having guests come to stay with you or if you're hosting a party, especially if guests are coming to stay with you, how great would it be if, like, you could arrange it so you had cookies baking in the oven? Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be amazing? Or, yeah. See, but, oh, that just takes so much planning. It sure does. But, okay, so you don't want to make cookies. No, but that, that no, that's sounds fine. great. If you don't want to do it, Matt, I've got an easier thing what? for you. You can just do some homemade stovetop potpourri, and it's really easy. You just, like, cut up an orange, stick some cranberries, some water, and some yeah. cinnamon sticks on the stove, Boom. and you burn it all day, and your house smells amazing. And then they're going to walk in and be like, whoa. I want to be in this place. What's for dinner? <laughs> then they're going to want to eat. An orange. <laughs> An orange. A cinnamon stick. And a cinnamon stick. Do you want it? But the set also tells you something, too, because, I mean, it really, I mean, I have five boys. Oh. 
and have three, one so daughter. you've got a smelly house. Yeah, and <laughs> and they all play basketball. Oh, you've got a really our smelly football. House. So every sport they walk in and they're like, you're like, whoa, really? Yeah. How do you? You're so small. <laughs> How do you such emit such scent. an odor? Well, so I feel like my my oldest son stinks so bad when he comes home from football practice that yeah. I actually make him keep like, the football pads in the garage. So it's, it's yeah, not, we do so that. not smelling yeah. it. And, and then, the shoes. And the shoes and then the socks. My kids disrobe. <laughs> and we always have a, bl- a towel out there. And then they have to run in and shower. It's oh, bad. That's a good idea. Yeah. But, I mean, and sometimes you get used to your house and your home and the smell and you're like, okay, I didn't. Didn't even know. You need someone to come over and yeah. tell you it stinks. Yeah, yeah. but you sure. need an honest friend that's like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, holy cow. Totally. <laughs> smells like a locker room in here. <laughs> um, so let's say we have guests coming over. Okay. We got the house smelling better. I had the kids put their dirty clothes away. We're trying to create what? What is our goal when we're having people over? So are we like having a party? Is let's that say, let's say we're having, yeah, well, or just... Just visitors coming to stay with visitors. us. Oh, okay. So if we're having guests come into our yeah. home. I, just an atmosphere where they're at home and feel safe and comfortable and can have fun and, and be relaxed. relaxed. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What if um, – and, and then so so when they show up, do we give them anything? Do we – what's the proper way? Is there a proper way? Do we, Are we supposed to give them a welcome package? Here you go. <laughs> Do you so have all of your toiletries? Do you? No, but I mean, we laugh about it, but I think that actually is something that's really important when you have guests coming to stay with them. It's just to provide them the basic amenities that they need to stay with yeah. you. So clean towels and shampoo, conditioner, or razor, all those little things that you can buy at like yeah. the dollar store or wherever. Private bathroom if you can. If, if that's possible, yeah, that would be great. If not... If not, you do the best. You you know, and I think it's important, you know, whatever circumstance you're in, even if you have a little, you know, two-bedroom apartment... That doesn't mean people can't come stay with right. you. You blow up an air mattress. You got an air mattress. Just have that feeling of love and hospitality. And I love the idea of doing like a personal gift basket that you tailor to your visitor. Do you really? That's cool. So if your mom, say, loves chocolates, maybe you get her something regional that says Utah, like a mono chocolate, yeah. and leave them for her. Or you can even, this is really, if you want to take it to the next level, if you could find a cheap mini fridge, maybe on the classifieds or just, yeah. you know, Black Friday sale, you could do their own little mini fridge with some water and juices for oh, them to cool. have. Yeah. Well, it, it seems like you got to be careful or they'll be around for a well, long right. time. Well, right. Yeah. You don't want to make them too comfortable. Yeah, so you don't want it to be like <laughs> So maybe you put a hamster the in their room too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you have a little one of, your, one of your mice run through. That's what my parents do. It's weird. That's, it's, but you know, it keeps them going. It keeps them coming <laughs> and going. Um, well, I kind of like that idea too. It's, I guess, I mean, there's some people that are just seemingly, they're so good at this. They're so natural. And, and yet, like, I... Travel a lot and get to stay with people, and I don't. It sometimes it's weird. You yeah. know what I mean. So I guess part of the key is know what you would want and adapt, right? I mean, figure out what other people want. Yeah. Figure out what makes you feel good, and then try stuff. And I think it's fine to ask them, "Hey, what do you need? What would you prefer? What um, would make you the most comfortable?" Yeah. Because sometimes it too depends on your relationship with the person. I mean, if it's your you know, child or your parents coming to stay with you, it's a little different than your cousin's best friend's sister. Yeah. So, Well, and that's, I guess, one of the benefits of hol- of the holiday is a lot of these people are going to know you. I mean, yeah. This isn't like, <laughs> in theory, yes, who's hopefully. that guy? Yes. So hopefully that's not as, as big of a deal. Um, anything else that we kind of need to know just as we're preparing for people that will be coming to visit, to hang out, to be with us? 
Okay. The, for me, the most important thing, so if I'm going to visit my parents, I don't care if I sleep in the room with the guinea pig. I don't care if I sleep under the stairs. I don't care if I have, you know, my own special toothbrush. What I care about really is just having some time to spend with my parents. And yeah. the holidays are so busy. So if you as hosts can kind of be aware of that and clear your schedule, yeah. I mean, the best hospitality gift anyone I'm staying with could give to me is just their time. Their time. And yeah. some, yeah, especially... And 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 like you said earlier, just the ability to create a connection again and feel loved and close. Yeah, and like you talk about, just to be present and be there and yeah. have that time together. Like that's so much more important than having the right sheets on the bed. Or it's um, it's so true. <laughs> but you know, let, let's not discount sheets. Sure, I mean, no. You yes. want sheets? Good th- thread count for sure. Yeah, high thread. <laughs> <laughs> that's so petty. Um, uh, I went and stayed with family in Hawaii. Nice. Yeah, it was cheap. I want to have your family. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> and uh, we found a gecko. Awesome. Now, they're cute. Kind of like a pet. Kind of. Was but it selling insurance? No, it was, that was a weird one. It <laughs> wasn't even selling insurance. And he wasn't even that cute. Couldn't and he didn't drive a car. 15 minutes or less. No. <laughs> no. But ironically, um, it freaked us out. Like, sure. Because yeah. in, in our house, when something is running around like that, it's mm-hmm. usually either going to get stuck in a sticky trap and we're going to throw it away. <laughs> But uh, so what'd you do? My wife just screamed, and then the I think she was five year old little girl ran in and found the gecko. Oh, there you go. Grabbed it and took it out. Yeah. Well, where I grew up in Arizona, there were lots of you know there'd be like tarantulas or lizards or you know just a lot of desert creatures. So yeah, scorpions. Yeah, but that might really phase your guests. So you've got to know how to handle that. Yeah, and you know send the five year old in. That's right. When in doubt, (laughs) call the five year old out. Sure. Okay, Elisa Andrus is joining us. Uh, she's teaching us, walking us through, you know, holiday traditions, holiday visits. And when we come back, she's going to talk about the party. All right. How to make the party that no one will ever forget. Is that or right? Want to leave. Yes, or ever want, well, we want them to leave. <laughs> well, eventually. See, I don't want to overachieve in some of this. <laughs> you want people to leave eventually. Elisa Andrus is with us. We'll take a break, my friends. Come back. More ideas to help you through uh, the holidays. And your celebrations. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on BYU Radio. Merry Christmas, darling. We're apart, that's true. But I can dream, and in my dreams, I'm there you go. Holidays are joyful. This is the music I would have playing in my guest suite as my guests enter. A little carpenters. I'd then hand them their towels with their mints. Monogram. Monogram towels. I'd always like to have a warm, wet towel that they could wash it's their like face. like a spa. Uh-huh, like yeah, a spa. exactly. Uh, I, I'd, I'd try to get them some cucumber-infused water. water. <laughs> <laughs> Something with cucumbers. Yeah. And then I always like um, lavender. Oh, I love lavender. Actually, smells bother me. Uh, joining us is Elisa Andrus, <laughs> who... Uh, she wrote the book, for heaven's sakes, on happy homemaking. She's a contributor to KSL Studio 5 television show. She has a master's degree in journalism from uh, the Medill? Medill School of Journalism at Northwestern University, which I told her earlier is a very big deal. 
She's worked as an adjunct professor here at Brigham Young University. She's a writer extraordinaire. And today she's teaching us about how to throw a party and how to have how to host people to your home. Yes. You know what? Have you tried just a lavender candle? <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. But I like this because I'm not good at entertaining. I'm not a very I it's just a that lot of stuff. That surprises me because you're yeah. so personable. I yeah, think no, you would really a, like it. It's a facade. Total It's total a big gotcha. facade. Well, it's we just, all have our thing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm the life of the party on the radio <laughs> show. But once this microphone goes off, they have to wheel me out to my car. <laughs> it's, Love it. I'm not – it's just a lot of work. It I'd sure rather is. just go to dinner. Let's just go to dinner. Go to dinner. And I'll bring – you can come home, crash <laughs> on my futon. <laughs> But Some classy accommodations. It's here. totally classy. But let me get you a new towel. <laughs> you shouldn't have to use my towel. Um, so, so once we've kind of got them there, let, talk about with us for the the parties. So, what are the things we need to worry about when we're thinking about a party? Having guests over. What do we need to worry about? And what don't we need to worry about? Oh, I like that question. What don't we need to worry about? Um, so I think sometimes we like obsess about every last detail, like yeah. whether the food's going to be perfect or whether our baseboards are scrubbed and things that really don't matter. But I think what we need to focus on is just helping our guests have a good time yeah. and enjoy themselves and each other. So the baseboards don't matter. You know, I so I'm not a big fan of because people obsess about little right, things. yeah, of cleaning a lot before a party. I yeah. think you have to clean a lot after the party. Yeah. So for me, I think I would think where can my guests reasonably go. Yeah. And have those areas be clean and then lock the door everywhere else and that's, not worry about it. That's really. Right. Put tape over like <laughs> a police Caution tape. Signs, right. Sure. <laughs> Do Give not cross. <laughs> uh, that's uh, – to me, you're just – it's practical, right? Because you could psych yourself out. Oh, you totally could. My wife had a, um, a book group come over to our house and there's always – I always know when something's going down because like when our house is the cleanest, either we're having a big celebration or um, – She's ticked off. <laughs> Anger cleaning. I like <laughs> Anger it. cleaning. Or, um, you know, it's her book group. And sometimes I'll just walk in and our house is like pristine. It's incredible. And, and you then know I, it's time to get out of Well, there. actually, I get a little panicky. I'm like, ah. What's going on? And she's like, book group tomorrow. Oh, good. I will say that I'm hosting book group in January, and yeah. I'm a little nervous. Like, Are you? a little nervous for See, the cleaning and having the house right. And it's silly. What's important is that we talk about right. the book and enjoy each that's other's right. company. Well, this is why men it's don't do book groups, I guess. <laughs> because why would we want to? I mean, let's just go get wings. <laughs> that sounds better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we can read a book, but we just go to you know go to wing, go get wings, and just watch a game. Well, I told my husband that he and his friends could do Babysitter's Club, like, because we have book club and sewing yeah. club and whatever. He could do Babysitter's Club, and the, all the men could get together and babysit. <laughs> and it would be so great for them. Yeah, but can you imagine the house <laughs> after that? Yeah, it's almost not worth it. It's That's so a good point. not they worth it. They can just it. go play Halo or basketball or whatever, or get wings. <laughs> we get that big crunch time, don't we? Because right before the party, you get all nervous. Totally. This is usually where we end up sacrificing one of the kids. Mm-hmm. And there's some kid that's like... Eating the food before. <laughs> and you're like, I'm looking at him like, you know, your mom's going to kill you. For me, like the party's about to start. I'm in my bathrobe, putting on mascara, chopping a cucumber and crying. Like that's my <laughs> method of dealing with things. Can okay, you help me with this, Elisa? Because this doesn't sound like a party. This sounds like torture. <laughs> this is like pre-torture. So uh, what is – so what should we be doing? What should we be – the let's say it's a half hour before the big event. 
you've probably already thought it through. Totally. Nothing new is going to come out of this right now, right? So right. just get the Smokies out. <laughs> so in a perfect world, yeah. I'm not in my bathroom putting on my mascara, yeah. chopping vegetables and crying. In a perfect world, I have some time management issues. But in a perfect world, like a half hour before, I am dressed. I am ready. I am like sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. maybe having a Diet Coke, maybe a caffeine-free yeah. Diet Coke. Yeah, you don't want to caffeinate Right, up. sure. Um, and just enjoying myself and preparing for the party. That would be the ideal thing to do. So when those guests do happen to arrive yeah. early, you're not in total panic mode. Well, and how cool that you would actually sit when your friends are there. I mean, we see it all the time that you're too busy getting everything else ready that you're not yes. there. Just enjoying. Yeah. And greatest. So... I mean, the greatest thing that ever happened, biggest surprise of my life was when I turned 40. Okay. Um, and we're bringing up my kidney stones again. But a week before... <laughs> I had passed a kidney stone. Oh, man. Which I affectionately named Chip. Like you do. Like, well, it's my baby. (laughs) And so I didn't know it. My wife had planned an entire party. The house was clean as ever. And I didn't, I never equated it to my birthday because, like, why would you clean for my birthday? And um, friends just picked us up. We're going to go to dinner with friends for my birthday. No big deal. One of them forgot their coat. Not their coat. They forgot something. And uh, my wife said, oh, I forgot my camera. Will you go in and get the camera? And I'm like, sure. So I ran back to my house, ran inside. There was 10 million people Oh, how fun! in my cute little living room. That's but amazing. Wasn't that amazing? Yeah. But what was cool about it is the party it was the party of all parties because it, everything seemed to be ready. And then yes. my wife relaxed and we all just sat, sat down and I just showed everyone my kidney stone. <laughs> and we talked and we just hung out and it was the greatest party because there wasn't it wasn't about the food mm-hmm. and it wasn't I just got to meet everybody see everybody but there was food but it was just finally relaxed is that realistic I think so don't we always obsess about those details that don't yeah. matter and yeah. people won't remember so maybe if you need to like get the food from Costco or have a caterer or whatever you need to do to simplify it for yeah. you as the host simplify that would be great. it because really, I think the best thing that you can give to your guests is just your presence. And That's right. Did I tell you about when I went over to James's apartment? You did not. I so I went over to James. James is dating a girl named um, uh, Myrtle. And great lady. Okay. Um, but uh, he actually won't tell us her name. So, I'm, But I know it starts with a name. And um, we went over there. He was stressing out. And I'm like, what's the big deal? And he had his um, chainsaw out. And he was making an ice sculpture Ooh. for the centerpiece. Oh, that sounds fantastic. And ice chips were flying everywhere. And he's like, Matt, <laughs> capture the ice chips. We'll need those for drinks. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you need to relax. Melody's not going to like this. Neither is Minerva. Or Minerva. <laughs> but you can go all out. And the all out just makes you all the more annoying. All And all crazy, really. And is that important? No. Absolutely not. What no. are the strategies, though? So what do you do to make sure you're getting to everybody, to make sure you're not getting sucked up into this? Do you make lists? How do you work it? Or do you just wing it? You know, it is what it is. I for sure wing it, and it is what it is. But I think you could delegate a lot of things. I mean, yeah. if you've got a responsible, adorable child or not, you can have them answer the door. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of at a party maybe serving the appetizers myself because then I'm sure that I'm taking food to everybody and it gives me a good way to mingle. And in fact, I went to the greatest party the other day where 
one of the it was a man and woman hosted it and so the woman was kind of going around visiting with everybody and the man had actually set up an Italian soda bar oh cool and it was so fun because everybody yeah. who came through the line had the opportunity to talk with him and get a fun drink and it was a good strategy for visiting with all his guests oh so you really should have a strategy because otherwise I you'll like just it. be I always get cornered uh-huh by the talker you know the that talker, one yeah and you just want to pop them <laughs> like you've cornered me. And um, but because then you, how do you get out of that? Is, have you found a good way to get away from the talker? Um, you need to refill your drink. Yeah. You need that person looks like they need an appetizer. Yeah. I mean anything like that. I think even I sometimes like when you're doing the food to set it up in different stations around there the space, just so moving. people organically need to mingle and move along. And mm-hmm. that's always a perfect opportunity to. Um, pull yourself out of a conversation if you need to. Is hey, I need another drink. I need oh. some more food. I will talk to you again later. Yeah. You know what I always do? Like I'll take a bite of something and I'm like, oh, does that have a peanut in it? I'm allergic to peanuts. And then I just walk away. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Where's my EpiPen? Yeah. Where's yeah, my exactly. EpiPen? I just start yelling, EpiPen. I need Perfect. my Epi. Everyone uh, has their thing. So sad. Love it. It's so sad. But that is a cool idea. I never, I haven't seen this how little we entertain. But find ways to rotate. Mm-hmm. What about games? Are you big into games for the for the parties? You know, it just really depends on how big the party is. If it's a bunch of close friends, then sometimes I like to just give them the opportunity yeah. to visit. Just hang out. If it's a group that maybe you wouldn't naturally be comfortable with each other, I like the idea of a game or two to kind of get people you got to choose the game right, right? Because like a foot race, that'd be weird. You can always do the limbo. Yep. Um. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but I, I personally, do you like games? Like when you when somebody says, let's play a game. Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, uh, um, I'm okay with it. It's not, yeah, sometimes. James, do you like games when they say, hey, let's play a game? Love them. Do you? Yeah, love them. Sean? Sean likes games. Okay. To me, the equivalent of like, hey, let's play a game is like, hey, anybody need a colonoscopy? <laughs> so not a fan. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> it sounds horrible, but I'd rather have a colonoscopy. Oh, well, but you could offer weird? that to your guests. What? Um, oh, anybody want a colonoscopy? <laughs> but honestly, to me, it's like, oh, because I've noticed half the people like games uh-huh. and half the people hate them. Yes. And we call the two groups the winners and the losers of the games. <laughs> But I don't want to play a game. But I guess they're fun. My wife loves it. Some people. But I'd rather just go talk to someone. I would rather. Personally, I would rather visit as yeah. well. well. Especially because you weren't there to play a game. Right. And then you don't want to leave hating somebody because they beat you. Right. And, you know, in Twister. You just want to eat your, like, little Smokies and talk to your friends. Yeah. Can and... I just eat my Smokies? <laughs> That's all can, I want. Can you get it's off my wrong. back? I'll have my colonoscopy later. <laughs> That's sad. That's sad. I, I probably shouldn't equate it to a colonoscopy. Playing games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I want to just because those friends who like to play games may not. Well, and people, more. you know, some colonoscopies aren't as bad as they say. I'm just saying. Yeah, I couldn't say. Yeah, never mind. I, mean, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anything else we need to know when you think about it? What about just the conversation? Sometimes it's a little. Uh, like a little stilted? Yeah, is like that... what do you say? Yeah, like. To me, sometimes you run out of stuff or you're not interested. Well, that's when you refill your drink. But I think you're probably – maybe you have some suggestions for this because I think – I don't know. I've spent you know a lot of my career interviewing people and I feel like everybody has something really interesting to yeah. say if you keep it real and just you know show genuine interest in someone. Because you, you interviewed me once and you got me talking. And I loved it. That was way cool. But what – so do you have a good question? Ooh, a good question. Like um, tell me about you or – 
I mean, what do you say? That's because if you really get somebody, that could be a fun night if you're really finding out new stuff. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, gosh, I don't know. I what, what would you? I should have yeah. prepped you. Um, um, so tell me about you your like colonoscopy. To, <laughs> tell me about your colonoscopy. Um, no, but like just something about. Have you been anywhere exciting lately? Yeah. Um, What's your favorite? What What do you love most about your job? What do you not like about your job? I mean, that's a guy question. Guys asking guys. Yeah, but I, what do you do? Well, I sure. I do my but, job. <laughs> okay, so like if you're meeting a stranger, I don't know. I mean, what do you like to do for yeah. fun? Tell me about your hobbies. You know, I mean, me just basic you. stuff like that. But and I I might make it a little more specific than tell me about you because yeah, I feel like when someone true. asks me that, I'm like ah ah ah. I'm ah. five foot eight. <laughs> yeah, that's but, true. So maybe if it's more specific, like I like to run. What do you? Enjoy yeah. doing in your spare time, you know, or something like that. Yeah. It might. I hate runners. Well, sorry. Well, I hurt my foot. They're it's nice right. people. No, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think this is cool. And is this all in your book? Um, so Happy Homemaking, which I should say I co-wrote with my friend Natalie Hollingshead, um, talks a lot about party planning. But um, I think we're adding some new things to the conversation. This is the season. Tis the season. Tis the season. And again, if they want to find more out about you, Elisa, what are they, where do they go? Well, so um, utahvalley360.com, you can read probably more than you would ever want to oh, know man. about me you as write a parent. A but I write a lot about um, my parenting experiences, so that's probably the best place. That's way cool. Well, we're glad you came in. Thanks, We man. like it when the live people come in. A lot of people call it in. I like being here. Thank you. It's more fun having you here. Thank you very much. Elisa Andrus is her name, my friends. Go check out utahvalley360.com and also go buy her book, Happy Homemaking. Elisa Andrus. Good stuff. And again, you know, parties. Again, I meant no harm about the colonoscopy. Those can be parties too. Just got to take some Smokies. (laughs) Good times, my friends. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show And what better way to do it than talking about our favorite family games more uh, about uh, the holiday season coming up next right here on the Matt Townsend Show. Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. We're wrapping up another one of our holiday shows, trying to give you the ideas and maybe just the hope that you can make it through the season with the right focus, the right uh, direction. Again, best wishes to James and Morgana uh, for their pending nuptials. Much appreciated. You're welcome. Muchly. Muchly. Uh, today, as we're wrapping up the show, we wanted to talk about favorite games and the games kind of that you like to play, the games that you recommend. Again, let's just get very clear. I'm not a game player. I don't play games. I shoot straight. Um, I also found out that Brennan uh, and Alyssa, neither of them like games either. What, what's that about, Alyssa? I don't know. They're just not that exciting. What? I'd rather just chat with people. Do you just or lose go... all the time? Is that why? No, I get competitive. I'll win. That's, but that's probably why I don't like games. Right I don't there. love them. They're I, not. Exciting. I hate it when she gets competitive, starts name calling. You know what I mean? She gets that look in her eye. And yeah, I get oh, crazy. Yeah. Remember when that yeah. vein pokes out on her forehead? Yeah, that like, doesn't uh-oh. happen. Don't tell people about that. Well, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Okay. Um, favorite games, James. What's your favorite family game? Um, I uh, really like Scum. We call it Corporation in my family, though. Part- scum? scum. Scum. Is that card? It's a four-player card game. Okay. Yep. okay. So you like a, a card game called Scum. Yeah. 
Yep, it's great. Sounds great. Yeah, Sounds it's great a blast. You should uh, try it sometime. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Sean, what's your favorite game other than Scum? Well, it's not your favorite game. That's for sure. What's, what's my favorite game? Matt doesn't have a favorite game. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we found out last segment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are they, polyp count. Yeah, exactly. Polyp count. I'm 12. 12 polyps. No. It's not funny. That's a serious thing. It sounds gross, but it's not. When you say playing games is like a colonoscopy, I'm sorry. I, I totally disagree with you. You see, you like we, games. Yeah. Well, when my family comes to visit, yeah. we have visitors from back east that uh, and they're all my like, wife's family games. comes out. Yeah, we play Pull games. Pull them out. Really? One that we really like to play is called Liar's Dice. Really? What's you saw that? it. You saw it if you watched Pirates of the Caribbean. You saw the dice game that they yeah. were playing. Liars dice. Liars dice. So it's a That's pirate game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that has historical significance. Alyssa, do you mm-hmm. have a favorite game? Um, kind of. Well, I like playing Twister when my dad plays because he tries to knock everybody down because oh. he's not that flexible. <laughs> so he just has to cheat. Well, that just sounds that sounds <laughs> or, like how I would do it. Or who stole the cookies from the cookie jar? Have you heard that little clap game? Yeah, no, game. see that's rhythm. Fam- no, that, but it's just... it's tradition with the extended family, so it's it's fun. The little kids and the old people all together. Okay, you know what is a fun game? Um, I can't remember what you call it. Uh, you you're all on the ground and you have to put your head on someone's stomach. The ha game. And you have to play ha. 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 And you, you're not allowed to laugh, but you just say "ha," and when you say "ha," it kind of bounces everyone's head, and then everyone's, everyone's bouncing. And then eventually, once you get laughing, everyone's head's flying. Do you have right. a least favorite game that when somebody says, "Hey, let's play," pin the tail like, on Matt? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that hate that game. That's a rough Understandable. game. Understandable. That is a rough game. Talking about cool. Anyway, so do we, are we going to play a game here? You got a game we could play? Yeah, we're playing one, whether you like it or not. Oh, good. Let's play it. This okay. sounds fun. Okay. <laughs> We're playing Mad Gab today on the show. Mad Gab. Woo-hoo. Yeah. And so this is, they'll give you nonsense words together. They're doing And then it will sound like a common phrase that you've heard before. So Matt's okay. going to try to figure these out because I already know them. Uh, Sean can try to figure them out too. And um, James. So that is a word. So um, should I say it out loud? Fact or fiction? Mm-hmm. Oh, fact, fact or, or fiction. fiction. Are yeah. we supposed to say them out loud? Yeah, yeah you say them, and well, then when you figure it out... Fact or fiction. Um, okay. Breaking news. Breaking... Breaking... Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. That is correct. News. It's kind of like people need to see this. This is hard for radio. Duet Tom Hayes. Juan Mordime. <laughs> Duet Tom Hayes. Do it. Is that Juan? Do it to me one more time. Yes, you got it. Oh, wow. Oh, my heavens. That is crazy. Okay. Lysensandregistration. Lysensandregistration. Yes. Holy cow. Lysensandregistration. This is a a real game. Thicker he and war. The Korean War. James is better at it than you are. I would... Well, yeah. James, this is how James writes. Yeah, and this is that's true. This is <laughs> I've written. He a made book. this game up. He didn't even Jeez. mean to. <laughs> we continue, Don. We continue, Don. Till you. We can. We can. We can. It's weekend something. Weekend. Continue, Don. Weekend. You guys are so close. Come on. Weekend. Weekend ten. Weekend tendon. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, that's weak it. It's weak and tendon. Close. Weak and oh, you're. So, I feel like you're about to get it. We continued, we continued on. on. Oh, yes! Oh! Sean Woo! got it. We continued on. I don't like this game. It's It takes brain power. Let's do one more. Okay. Wise tan twin uke hands hit. Hands hit. Careful. Wise tan twin <laughs> uke hands hit. Wise, Wise tan, tan twin uke hands hit. Hands hit. Oh. Wise tan twin uke hands hit. You can sit. Oh, you can sit. Uh, what? Wise tan twin. He has the last part right. Wise tan. You can sit. Wise tan twin. Well, why? Why stand when you can wise sit? Yes. Oh yeah. We've got a winner. Okay. Very nice. Um, I Matt, you're really that. good at those. That's games. all. Yeah. That's all we have. I don't know today if you noticed. I went really quiet. We'll bring the doctor <laughs> in next time for you. I think. Yeah. I think what we've just proven there, once again, are that games are not fun <laughs> for anyone. Right? Oh, they were fun for the two people that like games. And did you notice you right. and I sat quietly right. I wishing it. that this segment would end? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Somebody, I think we just proved that Matt's bad at games. <clears throat> He's good at them. Come I'm, on. I, I'm, yeah. Yep. Hey, good job, Alyssa. Well done. Thank you. And uh, let's take a, let's have a little quote here. What messes up most what messes us up most in life is the picture in our head of how it's supposed to be. Like, I thought that game was supposed to be fun. (laughs) That's what messes us up. Tomorrow, more holiday help as we talk about the secular origins of Christmas and holiday shopping. Thanks for joining us, friends. Stick with us again through the holiday season, helping you find a happier, healthier holiday season. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be back tomorrow.